Welcome, Black Kings and Queens, to Black Mind Chronicles. I'm your host, Chase Jackson. This podcast is a journey into the questions, stories, and mindsets of Black men and women on the topic of mental health and mental illness. We all often talk about so many things, but the one thing that matters, our own well-being. So let's dive in and start that conversation. In today's show, we're going to discuss Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD. We want to know what is ADHD? What are the causes and symptoms? What is the daily life like for someone who lives with ADHD? And what are the treatments available? My guest for this show is Carolyn Cooley. She's a Dallas, Texas resident and has an Associates in Applied Sciences degree for nursing. She is a Dallas CASA advocate for abused and neglected children, and she suffers from ADHD. All right, so Carolyn, thank you once again for agreeing and being so spontaneous and wanting to be on the show. So thank you for your participation. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Good to have you. So, Carolyn, I want to start with my first topic about what is ADHD? Um, From my definition, um, I have it as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and that's previously known as attention deficit disorder. And it's described as a neurobehavioral disorder characterized by by core symptoms of inattentiveness, distractibility, hyperactivity, and impulsivity. So, but from your definition or your standpoint, what is ADHD? So I would say it's a lot of what you have here, uh, what you've already mentioned, and it is it's a terrible distractor, right? It is something that it's almost like you don't have control of it. You don't really realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. It is not like you're a hyper person, like you is always well. And not in my case, um, always moving around and, and doing different things. It's just mm-hmm. my focus. I feel like your focus is off a lot more than you normally should be. Um, it does give you some terrible neurobehavior disorder uh, characteristics. You know, it's it's a um, it has different moods. You know, it gives you different mood swings. You know, you can kind of be up one moment, you be down for the next moment. You know, you're. Um, uh, um, your mind is over here. You're sitting here, but your mind is way in Chicago or somewhere, you know? So you're going all over the place emotionally. Your mind is just everywhere. And it's like, you can't do enough. Uh, I want to try to do everything out at one time. You know, that's kind of like how it is. You want to do so much at one time. And then you have to go and say, wait a minute, I can't, I can't do all that at one time. So let me, you know, find some kind of way to, to maintain and manage this, you do get distracted a lot, you know, mm-hmm. whether you realize it or not. And most people don't really realize how distracting things can be for people with ADHD. Um, so that's basically the gist of it. So do you think, I guess, the social media living 30 seconds at a time, do you think that's helped or been a hindrance to even those without ADHD? Has it made some symptoms worse? I believe it has made some symptoms worse, um, especially for me in my case. Um, I believe it has. I, I'm not really sure how you can really maintain or calm down ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, it will take, I believe it will really take a lot of effort on your part once you recognize what's going on. 
what's 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 happening you know how you're responding how you're behaving then you can kind of figure and say okay uh i'm doing a little bit too much of this and, and a little bit less of this or i need to readjust you know this part of my life or uh, i need to you know move some things over to kind of get myself back in a normal wavelength in my mind so i think it's probably more of a it's i don't think it's a really good uh solution to the problem and it's sort of so you keep saying distraction and your mind runs because honestly i my mind races 24 7 sometimes um it does just i'll sit up at night start thinking about some random things because i know something's yeah. if something's really important like I'll, i can't stop thinking about it like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um especially for those who want to claim to be entrepreneurs like your mind just races i need to do this need to do that what i want to do first what i want to do second um so i don't know if that's just a part of it or that's just the uniqueness of myself So it could probably be a combination of both Mm -hmm. because I believe a lot of people do think of a lot of things uh, and don't necessarily have the ADHD disorder. Mm -hmm. If you if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to see how can I grow my business, how can I grow myself, you know, how can I brand myself? Those are just things. That's business. That's stuff that that you probably should be concerned about and and have a little bit more thinking on. Mm -hmm. But for somebody with ADHD, that's just a, a tad bit different because you're thinking about your branding you're thinking about your business you're thinking about ideas and at the same time you're thinking about vacation you're thinking about going shopping you're thinking about what i'm going to eat for dinner all of those things kind of come into play more so when you have this disorder because you can't control where your mind is really going you don't try to go there but you can't really help it because it's it's just all over the place so i think you know what you're talking about the business thing that's a little bit different than the ADHD. Okay. Some causes that I've researched, um, a study shows that it says some studies have found an association between increased amounts of screen time early, early in life and a heightened risk of ADHD later on. And it says, but such findings are cor- correlational and do not show a causational link between screen time and attentional challenges. Some expert, some experts have suggested that it may be that those with attention challenges are naturally more drawn to screens than their counterparts. Um, so I would agree with you that, yeah, the screen time early on, it, it doesn't help. Um, no. And especially with my generation growing up really with more TV than the previous, mm-hmm. especially a lot more shows, Netflix, um, Hulu, like everything. Yep doesn't kind of help because we literally switch between shows can't really finish a whole season we love to binge watch but like i'll binge watch something and i'll go to something else come back <laughs> not really finish <laughs> an episode so there's just too many options too many options it is entirely too many options you know and when i was growing up screen time we hardly watch tv because we hardly had a, it had a tv Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the social media, of course, that wasn't, you know, a big thing at all. It wasn't even here. So we didn't have all those different things. So I don't know where the ADHD came from for me. It mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I, I didn't realize, I didn't recognize it until I became an adult. So, you know? and that, that was one of my next questions. Did you have it as a child or do you see yourself now having it as a child? Or do you think it actually came later on in life as with some cases? Mine came later in life because when I was a child, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I didn't have those issues. 
that I could recall because I kept trying to figure out how and where did this come from, right? Mm -hmm. I'm grown. Why do I have this now? Because you typically hear it in children, ADD in children. Right. And I would go back and trace my steps and look at some things in the in the past and I couldn't put two and two together. And I said, well, no, I wasn't doing a thing because I was really focused as a child. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's because, like I said, we didn't have a whole lot of things to really do besides what, go outside and play and run around. By the time you get done, you come home, eat, shower, you go to bed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, you know, as an adult, I guess with the things, the other things I'm, I have to be worried about or concerned about, I should say, you know, working every day and taking care of this and doing this and making sure this is happening. So my mind is just racing a million miles a minute. Mm -hmm. And it just, I could not understand where it came from, um, how it got to that point. And then one day I realized, I said, okay, this is a problem because I started and stopped a lot of things all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about in mid-action. I'm going to start something, and then five minutes later, if that, I'm done. I find something else to do. I try mm -hmm. to come back to this. And I said, wait a minute, something's wrong because I had too many unfinished projects. You know? Right. So I went and talked to my, my doctor, and she told me, she said, well, you know, this is what hit home for me. She said, do you know that mental health is just as important as heart health? Mm -hmm. I said, oh, my God. I had never heard it put that way. So that made me just really focus on and, you know, hunker down on how can I work with this and get this better, you know, to, 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 to not continuously be the way I am. So it's, it's something that just happened to me in my adult years, probably about 10 years ago, to be honest with you. Can we summarize, I guess, a piece of it to say it's, if you're, I guess, suffering with a lack of focus, then that is a symptom you should look out for. Um, uncompleted projects, uncompleted tasks is mm -hmm. a symptom or something you should look out for. Yes, I would definitely say that because when you're going through it, for me anyway, when I was going through it, I, I couldn't put I couldn't put the pieces together. But I knew I was doing some things that I wasn't finishing. I knew it was some issues. I knew some stuff. It was because it started to bother me, and I'm like, why? You know, did I do this and, and didn't finish that? Or why did I think about this and didn't go through with it? Or why? There's a lot of different things. So, yes, I, I would definitely say if you're feeling or experiencing those types of things, do not overlook those signs. And, you know, another thing, especially with, with Black Americans, we think mm -hmm. that uh, nothing's wrong. You know, we, we try to hide it or we try to ignore it. Oh, that's not happening right. to me. Um, but we need to really, really realize that those things can happen to anyone, even us. And when you notice those things, you know, people need to do some research on it and see, because it's a serious thing. Yes. You don't realize how serious it is until you're going through it, you know. And I know I've heard a story of um, other, say, couples, you know, so some individuals, you, you can't really look at yourself or you don't know to look at yourself. Some individuals, they, you know, can't self-diagnose, but if you have someone there, you know, it's, it's thanks to those significant others or those family members who are around that can really see what's going on with you because they've known you, you know, and they know something's mm -hmm. amiss. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, family and friends are just as important to help you diagnose you as well. So They are. And if, if they can notice that something is different and if, you know, if you trust them enough to let them mm -hmm. tell you some things and not get offended, then, yeah, you can definitely you know, take, you know, what they're saying to you um, as care, you know, that mm -hmm. they're caring for you because they, they, they notice something's not right. 
And I know my husband's asked me stuff like, you know, well, you said you was going to do such and such and you ended up doing such and such. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I sure did. And it happened a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is it happening? It just said I couldn't understand. I could not figure this out because I knew I had my mind set. I even have it written down. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do this. And then I'll leave the list. Or even if I put the list on my phone, I wouldn't look at it. And I've been went. I suppose they have five places to go to. I may have may have gone to two of the places, mm-hmm. and I have found myself somewhere totally different. And I get home, I'm like, oh man, I suppose they did such and such today. So if you can have people that you know you trust that can see different uh, different uh, behavior patterns mm-hmm. and those types of things, it would be good to you know to have that. So it'll also put it on your radar and alert you that okay, wait a minute. You know, something's different here. Again, I know that will benefit somebody just by hearing you say that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go on to the daily life. Um, give me a few instances of how this may have affected work or life events or school. So for certain with work, I tell you, I, I that multitasking thing, people always talk about multitasking. I'm not sure there's really such thing as multitasking and the reason why i say that is because yes you can do different things at one time you can maybe do two or three four things at one time but for one how effective is it how effective are you at doing those two three or four things at that one particular time so i call myself quote unquote multitasking Mm -hmm. i would be doing one project or one thing or one assignment and I'm telling you, I'm on the internet looking at vacations. I am writing in my journal. I have, you know, turned on a, a, a broadcast or something. And then I, in the instant, I said, oh, my God, I'm at work. I need to get back to work. Mm-hmm. Then I start working for a little bit. And then again, I put on a load of laundry, especially being at home. It's always something <laughs> that distracts me. Yes, it's, it's a distraction. And I don't realize it until I've stopped doing it. And I'm like, what the heck? I'm supposed to be working, you know. I'm supposed to have gone to the store. I'm supposed to, you know, yeah, do something, you know. And then other life events, um, you know, I might be late for a meeting or something. You know, I plan on doing it and getting it together and everything. And then all of a sudden, I'll say, oh, I need to go do such and such. I need to go, you know, take my trash out. Taking that trash out leads to a different project because the trash can might be dirty, so I might wash it out or wash mm-hmm. it up or whatever. Um, something is on the ground, I pick it up, that I might start doing some yard work or something. And then I think at the last minute, oh, I'm supposed to be going to such and such place. Mm-hmm. Now I'm rushing, trying to get ready to go to such and such place. So wow. it has a bigger... Hmm? That's a wow, just wow, yeah. Yeah, it has a bigger impact than we know. And going back to, back to the work thing and, and the distractors, um, I can definitely <laughs> understand that. Um, yeah, being home, there's plenty of distractions, um, even more mm-hmm. now. So, which is why some jobs and um, businesses out there, they really don't want their employees at home anymore. Yeah, especially if they don't really trust them to do what they need to do. Because mm-hmm. there's everything from TikTok. TikTok by itself, I'll say, it will get you um, trapped by in, in, in the TikTok <laughs> hole. <laughs> That too, yes, if you let it, yes. Because um, you switch through video after video and it's only a few, few seconds. So, you know what? What's a few more? I got a minute or two, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to rewatch them. So, yeah, by the time you look up, you know, it's, it's literally 10 minutes later, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, distractions, distractions. 
They're um, they're major. Yeah. Let's talk about treatments. So through my research, I've tried to see, you know, is there a treatment? Is there a cure? So I've saw where there's no cure per se, but there are treatments that can be done to help alleviate the um affliction. So what treatments do you know of or do you have some type of I guess I say processes to help with the ADHD distractions or whatever other symptoms? So no, um, there is not a known cure. Mm -hmm. And um, some things that I have tried to do on my own, for one, I can talk fast. And I have so much I want to say, and I try to say it all at one time. And then my words get jumbled up and I'll be like, okay, you know what? Let me start over. What I started doing is I take my time and I try to put a little bit more thought into what I'm about to say. And when I realize that I'm about to start talking fast, I will try to slow down so I can get out what I need to say without, you know, going ahead of my shadow. Right. Mm -hmm. So, Medication, um, I had started taking uh, medication for a while mm -hmm. and I didn't want to. But when my doctor had told me that little heart health thing as opposed, you know, uh, your your mind is, 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 you know, mind health is the same as heart health. or right. just right. As Mental health is as, as important as yeah. heart health. Yes. So I said, OK, well, I'll try it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'll try it because it was really getting bad for me. I said, I'll try it. So I tried it for about seven, eight months. And what it did for me, it didn't make me tired. It didn't make me sleepy. It didn't make me any of that. But it mm -hmm. did give me that sense of calmness. It gave me that sense of slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. It gave me um, enough in my mind to kind of regulate to say, you don't really have to talk that fast. Or you don't really have to um, be distracted by you know, doing this when you should be really doing this. Mm -hmm. It really focus makes me focus. And I used to think that whenever we give it to kids, I said, those poor little babies, you right. know, they should be taking those that medication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it really can, if you don't have such a high dose, you get the right dosage, it can really help you to, you know, maintain because your your it's like your mind is just going at it's just that one that one you know, pace. Mm -hmm. So you're not stepping over yourself. You're not doing, I, I find myself not doing the things that I used to do. So has it completely taken it all away? No, mm -hmm. but it is a little bit more manageable for me because mm -hmm. I have noticed in my own self, I don't talk over people anymore because I used to talk and talk over people. Mm -hmm. And I noticed I don't really do that much because when I hear other people talking, I'll try to give them a chance to finish what they're saying without me jumping all over them while they're talking. Right. So I have, you know, improved in that area. And it's funny because when I hear people doing that, I was on a call earlier this evening. Mm -hmm. And when I hear people talking like that, I say, Oh my God, I got ADHD, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just let them know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think it's rudeness. I think you have ADHD. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. So they just keep talking over each other. I'm like, when they stop. So in my head, I'm like saying, stop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah. 
So um, with things like therapy be of use as well. Um, they actually have attention training. So we talked about focus, lack of focus, trouble with distractions. So having attention training is also a remedy um, in some areas. And then in, they say for at least for children, increased play, I guess, will help alleviate that as well. Mm-hmm. And then the last point I have is greater structure. So we talked about focus, having a greater structure, having a plan, um, and just hopefully being able to stick to it. So having a greater structure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, greater structure, definitely. I, I would definitely you know, say that. Um, and so what I do now is I do write those lists and I don't leave them anymore. You know, um, I do write those lists on my notepad on my phone and I look at them to see where I am. I do plan my day out now. I used my day would be just horrified. I just mm-hmm. wouldn't, I would just get up on a whim and do whatever, I, whatever was going to happen was going to happen that day. Mm-hmm. Now I have decided um, to have some structure to my day. So I typically try to plan my next day, you know, the night before as much as I could. And at least by the important things. So whatever right. was the most important that needs to be done, I would have it uh, planned out. Right. Okay. So that helps out tremendously because you're not just flying by the seat of your pants. You know, you know what you're doing, you know, where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, the attention training, I'm not sure about that. I've not heard anything about that. And like you said, maybe that's more towards the little children. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, therapy, any type of behavioral, any type of mental therapy, I think would benefit anyone. Right. I can agree. You know, so, yeah, I would definitely say that, you know, that's a good idea. Um, because we, we're dealing with things that we don't even really realize what we're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Because we've hidden it so long or we've, um, you know, hid behind it or we just ignored it for so long and we could definitely benefit from, from therapy, Mm -hmm. you know, I believe. No, I agree. And like everything you've uh, said today, it, it will help somebody. That's the whole point of my podcast. Once again, it's just to let somebody know that they're not alone and, to let them know that there are resources and people out there want to help them and that are people there mm-hmm. there are people out there that are like them in some type of way. That's right. Um, and especially to get more black men and women to seek help, therapy, or mm-hmm. just talk to somebody. Let's talk out the issues to um, help one another. So that's right. And there's, you know, the doc mm-hmm. I see, and I'm not trying to make it a, a big racial thing, but mm-hmm. I have a, a african-american doctor that i see that that you know i've been seeing now for like five years and uh, she really gives me a lot of good information and i appreciate it because anywhere else i would go i'm not getting that same type of treatment or care that i'm getting from her from her and so um listening to her and trusting her i mean she's a very good doctor mm-hmm. and i think that we all once we find a provider that we can trust that we know mm-hmm. Uh, cares about us and our health, I believe we should continue going and, and, and talking with them. You know, anytime you need to uh, talk to your physician, talk to them and, and let them know what's going on. And then they'll be glad to help you, you know, see what's going on and diagnose any issues or some things that you may not even know of. Mm-hmm. And so when I, you know, was seeing her and I mentioned that to her, and she was like, yeah, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to give you this and information on that. And that's what made me calm enough to say, hey, you know what? I'll try the medication. 
you know, I'll try it. And so uh, we need to really find some good doctors and stop that black people don't see the doctor stuff. We should. That's the problem. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we should. Right. And look, yes, it is, it is true. Um, there aren't a lot of black mental um, health professionals, black therapists out there. And for those that are, they're not widely known. Um, there mm -hmm. are, of course, websites to use, Psychology Today, to find um, therapists, um, even ones that will fit a, will be more, um, I guess, adhere to your needs. I'll just say that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, support one another. Find a therapist that you're most comfortable with. Because um, mm -hmm. it, even still, even if you are the same race, sometimes it still takes time to open up and talk to that therapist, you know, no matter what they mm -hmm. look like, it's still talking to another stranger, right? Mm -hmm. um, having them look like you um, is just a part of the um, solve. So still that, that it trust is. has to be built. It, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. It is true. So I, I hope that if anybody, you know, will go back and just examine themselves, think about it and see what's happening because you do things that you, if you, if you're doing something and you're stumped while you're doing it or you puzzled while you're doing it, or you trying to figure out what's going on here. I'm not saying that you automatically have ADHD, you know, but it's just some things to kind of think about like, okay, what can I do to, to make this, you know, different? How can I change my behavior in this area? How can I, you know, uh, do something different here without, you know, going too fast and stepping over myself. How can I make those adjustments? And a lot of time it's basically just sitting down, settling down and just really figuring out things because the world is moving so freaking fast. You know, mm -hmm. we, everything is just one, one minute is here and, and doing this. And then next five minutes, it's something totally different. So, you know, we're already everywhere with our thoughts. So we just got to find some kind of ways to, to calm it down because it's not good for us. Right. And agreed. And like I, like I said before, this is why I asked you on, because I wanted your point of view for someone who had ADHD. So others would know, you know, one, they're not alone and that there mm -hmm. are others out there and there's help. There's help out there. Yeah, that's Carolyn, right. Carolyn, that is mm -hmm. all I had for you today. Oh, okay. Well, Chase. Make it short and sweet. <laughs> so, well, now, do you have any any plugs for us? Um, no, I don't okay. today. All right, Not today. Just fine. Um, well, once again, I want to again say thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that we've talked about. Your insight is very, very valuable, and it will benefit someone. I really hope so, Chase. All right. Thank you for joining me. For this episode of Black Mind Chronicles, I hope you heard something today that has put your mind at ease about talking to a licensed professional or to know, above all else, that you are not alone. This show was produced and edited by myself, Chase Jackson. Subscribe and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Black Mind Chronicles and on Twitter at Chronicles Black. Email the show at blackmindch at gmail.com. Until next time, this has been Black Mind Chronicles.